The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on the podcast edition, weekend edition of Busted Open. I'm Ryan McKinnell, got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, alongside here on this edition. And Mark, what an edition of Busted Open we got for the listeners out there today. And why? Well, that's because we got a lot of talk about the Forbidden Door WWE and one Mickey James. Man, I'm so excited. To see Mickey James get a chance at the Royal Rumble, as well as maybe, maybe this maybe. is a foot in the right direction towards her being in the Hall of Fame. I like that. I like that. Also, on this edition of Busted Open, we got an interview with your guy, the captain, Sean Dean, Mark, who really gives some insight not only on his journey in professional wrestling, but a journey I think all wrestlers and really all humans can appreciate. I think so. You said it best. I, we, we always try to make it about the wrestling world, but I think it's an all-humans world. Yeah. Um, just the guy that, that, that really works hard and makes himself available and, you know, just don't say no. Just keep, keep, keep hustling every day. I hustle. like it. I like it. And it wouldn't be a Saturday edition of Busted Open if we didn't give you our weekly winner. All you got to do is sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on a Saturday. What just happened on a Friday night? You just heard it there. Pat McAfee acknowledging, acknowledge, acknowledge big word in the pro wrestling world uh, these days. Mark Henry, Pat McAfee acknowledging Mickey James as the Impact World Champion and announcing her entrance, entrance, entrance into entrance. the Royal Rumble here in 2022. Uh, it had the internet mark in flames last night. I don't know if you were, excuse me, scrolling social media at all, but when McAfee dropped that bomb and that graphic came on the television, uh, everybody. That is a pro wrestling fan took to social media with their jaws on the virtual floor. And uh, I would imagine as we are just a few hours removed from that, there's still a lot of jaws on the floor, Mark Henry. What did we just see on Friday Night SmackDown? You know what, man? You've seen the, the influence of all of the talent from other companies coming on AEW finally show that the Forbidden Door can exist everywhere. 
The only thing that can happen now is if the reference of AEW uh, <laughs> end up on one of the shows and there's some kind of cross-branding. Uh, maybe you see New Japan um, with some, inf- some influence with WWE programming. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's an open door, man. You just got to choose to use it or not. And I, this is, the, I think, the, the WWE's first. It is their first installment. The last time you we was trying to figure out mm-hmm. when was the last time that happened. And I said it, it never happened before. And you said, well, it was ECW. But yeah. I, I felt like um, the WWE had already acquired ECW and that they were using them as a you know means to the end that became bringing ECW into WWE. So, but this is something altogether different, unless WWE has said, you know what, maybe we should uh, look at Impact as a brand. I mean, that's well, something to think about. It is, and that's something that obviously I will get you know more thoughts on that, and we'll hear from the nation and what they think about what this exactly means. But you know, you're not wrong. I, I, I it, it could be a sign of bigger things to come, right? And when you talk about NXT 2.0, and we don't know exactly where that sits or what the plans are for that, maybe I don't know. Maybe at WWE has different plans for developmental and what that could mean, and, and maybe Impact somehow fits in that conversation. We don't really know. What we do know is one of the greatest champions in the history of WWE. Yes, I'm talking about Mickey James, uh, current Impact World Champion, obviously getting it in tonight at Hard to Kill against Deanna Perrazzo, uh, might not be Impact World Champion in 24 hours, but for right now, she is the Impact World Champion. She's being billed as the Impact World Champion. And let me say this, because I saw a lot of this last night on Twitter, and I get where people are coming from, right? When, when we talk about the Royal Rumble, so much about the Royal Rumble are surprises, and that's what we love. And, and you love to be shocked, and you never, you know, the music hits and everyone loses yeah, their shit, and that's yeah. a great part of the Royal Rumble. I understand that. Um, so people are like, well, why are you spoiling this? Why did you announce Mickey James? Why didn't you just let it be a surprise? I'm actually glad they didn't, Mark, for the exact reason that we're talking about right now. You got promo out of it. Impact is actually getting some shine. If Mickey just shows up at the Royal Rumble and the music hits, yeah, that's cool and that's great. But you don't get a month of build where you're calling and shouting out the Impact World Champion. This is giving a lot of shine to Impact. It's giving a tip of the cap to impact and if you leave it as a surprise you don't get those weeks of build and the mentions so i'm actually happy for impact and all the superstars and and, and men and women over there that are getting the love off of this announcement because it's it's bigger than just a surprise it feels and 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 they've also mentioned that there's other yeah former champions and wwe superstars returning Mm-hmm. And they named them. They they you put out the graphic with all of the all the people on a on a average. Excuse me, allergic Bless to my own bullshit. They um, <laughs> they like they that. put a, a advertisement of, of the people on there, and you know Michelle yeah. McCool, yeah. you know Barbie, uh, Nikki and Brie Bella, yeah, and Summer Rain. Like you know, <laughs> you made a little joke, a little pun that. They're having to bring people back because they release so many people. But <laughs> yeah. uh, nonetheless, man, it's it's yep. cool to be able to see, um, you know, people from WWE past. 
Yeah. Lita. Lita also making Lita. Yeah. Actually, yo, Lita could win the Royal Rumble as far as I'm concerned. That's uh that, that that is really exciting in terms of surprises. And yeah, when you do fire half your company, um your sorry, your half your independent contractors, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit harder to fill up uh, thirty warm bodies in a women's Royal Rumble. But you know what? I'm glad it's played out this way because the surprises uh are seemingly abundant and again, um I I, I don't care as much about a forbidden door. I mean, we're going to talk about it. It it is definitely interesting. It's definitely from a historical standpoint. We don't see stuff like this in WWE often. I'm just happy that a a woman like Mickey James and a talent like Mickey James is, is presumably getting her flowers Mark and our fearless leader, Dave LaGreca, he, he posed a question on social media over the last few hours that I really liked. And, and I, I think it, it does bear uh, repeating and it does bear a conversation. And that is, is this a a foot in the door, essentially, to Mickey James getting her rightful place in the WWE Hall of Fame? That's what I like more about this than anything is it feels anything. like a spot. Yeah, it feels like a spot for Mickey James to get her flowers. And Mark, I think you would agree that woman deserves all the flowers. Yes, she does. And, you know, without a doubt, she's been one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Uh, wrestlers, period. I mean, she got the job done. Um, she she helped the business to to be better. And not many people can say that. And even if it's not about the titles, which she mm-hmm. held a lot of them. So, yeah. um, you know, there's no reason that she shouldn't be put in the forefront and in the in the halls, in the hollowed halls uh of uh the Hall of Fame. So um this this I think this would be a great step. Yeah, it's definitely uh it's definitely an exciting time. It's definitely something that we are not used to. Mickey James being acknowledged on WWE programming as the impact world champion. What does it mean going forward? Is this a one off or potentially could this be a sign of bigger things to come? We'll get the world's strongest man's thoughts when we come back after a quick break. Press you, Nation. I know it's been a while since we've heard from you on a Saturday. Very much looking forward to getting your thoughts and catching up with you. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, this is Kirk Morrison. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. Bus- open train rolling along i'm ryan McKinnell. that is of course the world's strongest man 
Mark Henry. And joining the show right now, you go out to his Twitter, at SeanDean773. You read the header, it says, I'm the captain, and I beat MJF. Truer words have never been spoken. Sean Dean, the captain, joining the show here on, on a yeah. Saturday. What's up, Sean? How you doing, man? How you doing? I'm amazing, man. Feeling good. Feeling good. It, it feels good to be uh, in the win column, starting the year off great, you know, uh, and especially over MJF. Only three people in the world have done that. John Moxley, the look champion, Chris Jericho, and now the captain, Sean Dean. That is good. That is good, good company, company, Sean. I'm a, I was just saying, when's the T-shirt come? When's the I beat MJF oh, T-shirt it's, dropping? Because that's, oh, it's what, in the works. that's what we all it's, want. It's in the works. All right. Never, I Mark, tell you Mark, what, you man, I, I'm going to be the first never one it, to get ne- one of those. I was just saying, never <laughs> let a good opportunity pass, right? No, man. I go. mean, I think even if, you, even if you only sell one and the one that I'm going to buy, <laughs> then you, you won. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, man, I'll you said it. it start, hey, Sean, you said it. Starting the year off right, uh, a win is a win, especially – a win over MJF. I mean, listen, man, there's a lot of exciting things going on in pro wrestling right now. We got Forbidden Door talk with WWE and Impact. Obviously, AEW and the signings y'all have had over the last uh, year plus everything that's going on. When you take inventory just of everything that's happening right now, how exciting, because it's exciting for us, right, as fans, and we get to come on yeah. Busted Open and talk shit and have a good time. How exciting is it for you as a talent, as a professional wrestler, to be operating in this sort of uh, era that we're going through as, as professional wrestling fans right now, man? I mean, it, it's crazy, man. I think we have assembled, like, the best roster on the planet right now, and it's and it's only getting better. Uh, just to pick the brains and, and as a talent to just learn from every generation that you can possibly think of. I mean, that's what our roster is based on. We got we had talent from the golden era. You know, you, you, you got talent from the attitude era, you got talent from the PG era, you got talent, you just got yeah. talent all over the place and you've been able to pick those brains and learn and it, and you're constantly learning in this business. So it's just great to have those avenues and those outlets to be able to learn from. And uh, I, I wouldn't want to be in, in any other place to just learn and, and pick from the learning tree. You, you've done a, you've done an awful lot uh, in the wrestling part of your job, but as we know, uh, being the captain, you have multiple jobs, and uh, one of the one of the more important jobs that that you have is is being the guy that um, leads the 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 extra talent and all of the talent from the Indies that come in. Um, do you ever have a problem separating all the jobs that you do? Uh, no, uh, you know, a man that wears many hats, you know, it's, it's always good to be able to know when to put, put the right one on. Uh, but no, I, I don't, I don't let it blur the lines. I, I look at what I'm doing. Okay, cool. I got to book this talent for this show. I got to book this talent for this show. That's about maybe three, four weeks out. Um, I just keep it, keep a planner, keep a reminders in my phone and, and just work from there. Uh, and like you said, just doing all the other stuff that I got to do, like uh, booking the extras, making sure our travel is okay for the talent to get to and from the venue, uh, just all that stuff, you know, just really making sure I'm focused on that stuff and trying not to overwhelm myself, but pacing it out at a time and it's just planning it out. Uh, and like I said, putting that, make sure I got the right hat on at the right time. There, there's a lot of uh, indie wrestlers as well as WWE talent 
former WWE talent or uh, former New Japan talent or people that are in the wrestling industry that call me all the time. And I said, listen, you got to reach out to Captain Sean Dean. He's the guy that, that handles, you know, that in, in, um, in AEW. Um, how do those talents get a hold of you? Uh, they can email me. Uh, so my email is sean.dean at com. It's not like, it's not a secret, you know, so, uh, it's out there on business cards is out there, you know, from other talent who share it. So if anybody that is indie wrestler and you're coming from WWE or, you know, uh, New Japan, ROH, wherever you're coming from, uh, if you are looking to get an opportunity and get showcased and be able to show what you got, um, yeah, to get in contact with me would definitely be the best way to go. Uh, and we can set some time aside and, you know, we do these dark tapings in Orlando and that's really like, uh, the time to shine. Uh, and, and when I, the dark tapings too, and just want to touch on that for a second, like before the pandemic, you know, dark was like, like three, maybe four matches at top, uh, right. myself having the, the privilege of being, uh, during the pandemic taping from the beginning to the end for those that entire 16 months. Dark really took on a life of his own where you got to discover and see talent that you normally wouldn't see or that you may not even heard of or old talent that you may have forgotten about. Uh, so that platform of Dark is not to be underestimated as it just being a YouTube show. It's definitely a way to showcase your talent and your abilities. And like I said, whether you get three minutes or ten minutes on there, I mean, that's the that's how you make the most of your time, and that's how a lot of people are continuing to be featured. That's how a lot of people that got signed, like myself, Lee Johnson, Alan Angels, Cody Vance, Anna Jay, uh, Lee Moriarty, uh, Kier Hogan, uh, Daniel Garcia, like all those guys and women, Sky Blue, uh, all those, Diamante, <laughs> Layla Hurst, like all those men and women started on Dark and were able to earn contracts that way. So I, I, when people hit, see Dark or they watch Dark, don't think that nobody's watching because that is the way that you're going to get discovered and be able to get those opportunities. There's a lot of people that that don't know your story, that don't know the story of um, how you got the AEW and how you ended up getting the job, the the jobs that you have, uh, which is about three or four. Like how. Um, <laughs> You know, I already know, but can you can you tell the Saturday busted open listeners like you know how this all came about? Uh, so uh, originally, um, I was living in Chicago. Just quick quick backstory: I was living in Chicago, and I, I played uh, arena football, and uh, was going to college and things like that at the time. And uh, my I don't want to say my love for football was fading out, but I, I just felt like I wanted to do something different, and I know I didn't want to continue to keep working in retail. Uh, I've always been a fan of professional wrestling, you know, from the time I was like maybe five or six years old, uh, watching it with my dad and my brothers and stuff like that. So I, I thought, like, hey, maybe I can do this. Uh, originally submitted a video for Tough Enough back in 2015, uh, got some good traction, made it to the WWE website, made it to their YouTube page and all that. Uh, didn't get picked to go down to the actual competition, but I felt like, hey, if, if that was an indication that, I can do this, then I want to continue to keep trying to see what I can do with it. Uh, and I started training in Chicago for a little bit. Didn't really get the reps that I wanted because of the lack of training facilities that we had up there at the time. Uh, Freelance Chicago is a great place to go train at if you're in Chicago. little plug right there. Uh, but uh, at the time, I didn't have that opportunity to go train in. Uh, so I met an indie wrestler by the name of A.R. Fox. He was at a show in Chicago. 
and I got to talk to him, and he just, you know, was like, hey, you know, I think you do have some potential. If you ever move to Atlanta, you can come train at my school. And me and my wife was talking about moving to Atlanta. She was in pharmacy school, and uh, I went down there her last semester to Atlanta to start training, you know, just to see, like, hey, if this works out, then let's go all in. Uh, everything started picking up, moved down to Atlanta, got the train, got the, the reps under my belt, able to go train five days a week. Uh, and things started picking up. Uh, about 2019, I met uh, QT Marshall. Uh, he was a uh, trainer at another facility in Atlanta, but he was more honed into working TV because he had been doing it for so long, working at ROH and doing like NXT and all these other places where he was getting a lot of good TV time. So he was able to teach me and uh, how to work TV, and, and I was able to go to him. And then, of course, in 2020, pandemic hit. Now, that was a time where everything shut down, but AEW kept going. And a lot of our talented roster couldn't make it there because of travel restrictions. So we were filming in Jacksonville, and uh, myself, Lee, Allen, Cody Vance, and Anna Jay were like the first crop of people to go and do those pandemic tapings. Now, during that time, just just showing up always on time, uh, being around the pe- right people, asking the right questions, uh, and as Mark said, how I ended up getting that trust was just me never saying no. And that's not saying that, not saying no to uh, doing things. It's just like if somebody say, hey, we need somebody to go pick this person up from the right. airport. Cool, I got it. You know, hey, we need somebody to help set up some stuff at ringside. Okay, cool, I got it. You know, like that, that type of deal. And uh, it just showed that uh, I was eager to learn. I'm always asking questions, always wanting to learn about production, always wanting to learn about how to be a backstage interviewer, always wanting to learn about how to how to do a run sheet, just learning, trying to learn the business, you know. And uh, I think the people in the, in the office, they saw that, and that's why they were able to give me those responsibilities because, like I said, Dark took on a life of his own where it went from four matches to 17 matches. Like, we was, it was at a time where we were cranking out, like, 18-match shows, you know, for Dark. And we needed more extras for that. And it became uh, overwhelming for QT to do it because that's what he was doing at first. And uh, he would, took on a more of a responsibility and other roles that he had to do. So he entrusted me to take over the role of actually booking the extras and helping him book the matches for Dark. So uh, that's how I ended up getting becoming an extra coordinator, a position that they created specifically for that um, purpose to help book for the dark. And now, like I said, dark went from four matches to where we can do eight matches. You know, we can film before and after the show. The moral of this story is, you know, make yourself invaluable. Uh, there's a lot of people that complain about, um, you know, man, having one job. This is a guy with three or four jobs and he's able to monitor and keep all of this stuff balanced, do logistics and, you know, organizational piece. And it, it's cool to see um, you thrive at all of those jobs. But recently, very recently, uh, you've been not only in the ring, beating MJF, booking the talent, <laughs> doing logistics and travel, and working with me in the community, in the AEW community, but now you're doing videos on BTE <laughs> where it's some of the most entertaining stuff that I've seen in a long time, man. And and I'm just going to hit y'all with this real quick. Uh, guys, look at yourself. The moment is too big for you. 
You pin down your leg. Like pin down your leg. Where did mine got everybody as a pop? Where where did that come from? So it's this it's this guy on the internet. His name is uh Coach Coach Thirty. So he he watches videos or, or, or actual footage of NFL games, NBA games, and most notably his thing is college football games. So when he's doing his thing, uh, if you ever play sports coming up and, and you're in the age bracket of about maybe 25 to and older, you know, you probably had a coach on your team that just was like, when you're doing film sessions, he's drilling into you. Like, if you make one mistake, he's, he's on it, you know. And I had a coach like that. Like, I, I, would have, I had a coach, my defensive back coach when I was in high school. He would, I mean, the stuff that he would come up with to say was just, you know, how do you come up with that? Like, <laughs> like yeah, you know, his biggest thing that I, and I, what I like about this, his biggest thing that he always used to say to us was that you're out there pissing down your leg. Like you just, he was like, look at you, look at the moment. The moment was too big, and you're pissing down your leg, and you get you get stiff on dirt, you know, all that. And it's just like, so Coach Thirty, when he's doing these videos, man, it just took me to a place where it was like, that was me. Like I was, that was me in film session with my coaches getting drilled like that, and he does it like that. So I was like, man, maybe it'd be cool if I do it on the wrestling side, you know? Like, what if wrestlers were in film session? And you're in there with your with your trainer or your coach, and you're going over the film session about everything you did wrong, and he's drilling you the same way. The moment's too big. You're not really an athlete. Bam! Punch in the face. You know, <laughs> just so much. That's, that's good. And so every week you, you, I put out some stuff on the on, on my page on on the Sammy's blog and and put it out there for the fans to see. The the one that got me the most, the pissing down your leg got me, but just like look at you, just knocked on your back, just like your mom. It's on your back. You learn. You learn from the best. Oh my God, it's so yeah, strong, like, man. He always ended with a with a with a mom pun, you know. But it's it's him. He's talking about his fictional characters. Uh, he's poking fun <laughs> at at the the team he's watching, but he's most notably making fun of himself at the same time. So it's all love. And anytime I try to do it, I reach out to whoever I'm doing it with, and you know, it's just fun, man. It's just good content. Man, that, that's 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 awesome, man. Here with the captain, Sean Dean, and it is awesome. But, you know, it, it, Sean, and obviously we appreciate you giving us a few minutes here on a Saturday. I, I loved hearing a little bit about your story, the never saying no, um, you know, finding yourself in the position that you do. Obviously, the win over MJF, that's great. Being on TV, that's great. Obviously, you want championships, you want titles, you want accolades. But also, the ability to, like, live your dream, um, you know, from arena football and, and high school athletics and the, you know, packing up everything and putting it on the line. I, 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 I don't know if, like, payoff is the right word, but it's just – I think there's an appreciation there with you, Sean, and it's not just you. There's plenty of people of of our generation, and I use that term loosely, Sean, but the the never say no mentality, I think that's important, but I also think, Sean, the the appreciating what you have while you got it and never getting too big or, or letting your ego get too inflated, there's something to be said about being grounded, and there's something to be said, uh, Sean, about, I guess, enjoying the journey, even when that journey's stressful and a little bit shitty. It's sounds like you've really kept a North star and a positivity about yourself. That's helped yourself as we, uh, you know, kick off 2020, 2022, man, man, I always believe in a power of positivity, man. I think yeah. if I, I, anybody, I'm probably the most positive person 
and in a locker room. I just feel like I'm, I always try to bring that. You know, I, I don't. I never look at something bad happens. Cool, I look at the bright side. You know, because it, it, at the end of the day, it's so many. It's so many things that you can't control. And there's a lot more things that yeah. you can't control. So I always try to focus on the things I can't control. If I can control it, then I'm happy with it. If if I mess up something that I can't control, then, okay, I'm a little down on myself about it. I, I work to try to fix it. But if I can't control it, there's no reason for me to get upset about it. We can we can work around it. We can make ways to try to fix those things that we can't control. But if I can control it, man, I'm, I'm going to do everything within that to control it. And that's what I, when people say you control your own destiny, that's true. Because you can control that. You know, it's nothing different from what I'm doing that the next person can do. Is this all about, you know, your drive, your mentality, the people you surround yourself around and how bad yes. you want to go out there and get it and, and how bad you want to look for that opportunity and make the most of the opportunity when it's presented to you. Cause nobody's going to give you anything. You know, I can put you in position to do it, but at that point it's up to you to make the best of it and how you're going to do it. I can't teach you that. You know, that's something that you got to do on your own. I like that. Man. I like that's that. Awesome, We're here with man. the captain. We're- Sean Dean. Yeah, uh, Mark, uh, I, I, I'm going to ask him one more question, and I want to throw to you because I know you got a couple more things you want to ask Sean. Sean, uh, I was talking, very easy for me to say, 2022. Uh, but as we look ahead to this new year, as I said, I mean, a win over MJF is nice. I'm sure you got more goals, more notches in your proverbial belt that you'd like to uh, sort of iron out. So when you look ahead to 2022, man, what would, uh, what would a perfect year for the captain look like? Uh, man, a perfect year for the captain would be uh, obviously just capitalizing on, on, on the opportunities, man. I would definitely love to uh, get featured in, like, a, a really good storyline with, with who. I mean, I'm open to anything. I would definitely like to, to be in something with that. And I think a goal for me, and it's not – I mean, it's kind of a selfish goal, but I have a, a tag team partner that I, that I wrestle with. His name is Carly uh, Bravo, I would love to do more stuff with him on AWTV and, and bring uh, our group that we have together called the Infantry to the Masters. You know, I think that uh, Bravo has a, a lot of potential and uh, he can do a lot of stuff and, and we're working on making that making it happen. But that would be the, the cap for me, uh, no pun intended, to my 2022 <laughs> would be to just do some more stuff with with uh, Bravo on, on a national scale to uh, showcase his abilities because I believe in his talent and I think that he, he, he can go places. He just needs to uh, keep it going. So, I mean, it's a, a selfish goal, but also a given goal. I want, want, to, want to see him, him uh, succeed. Well, have, hey, man, best of luck however Battle of the Belts plays out tonight, man. And congrats on your dub over the MJF, the one and only Maxwell Big Jacob Freeman, one dub. of only three men, <laughs> the champion, yes, John Moxley, and the captain. That is rarefied air, man. The captain, Sean Dean, joining us on a Saturday. Hey, man, congrats on uh, everything, all your success, and we'll be watching in 2022, man. Go out there and kick some ass. Hey, everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, that's...
That's right, Busted Open Nation. Damn, it feels good to hear that music once again as we kick off 2022. Brings us another hour three of Busted Open on a Saturday, which means another edition of Weekly Winner where myself and the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, give you Busted Open Nation, the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. And Mark, I know it's been a lot of Wednesday dominance for AEW Dynamite. And damn it, they started the show with that world championship match between Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. And that is going to be tough to beat. But luckily, when you look at this week, there is some stiff competition. And we start on Monday, which featured a main event match with a number one contender match between Bobby Lashley, Big E, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins. That is not a bad way to end a Monday night. And it's even better when Bobby Lashley comes out with the dub, setting up what I think most of us is is a uh, hope is going to be a big showdown with Brock Lesnar, which is obviously a story that's been when you talk about Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, that's a story that's been brewing for decades, my man. Yeah, I, I kind of got an idea of what I feel like is the show of the week, uh, but yeah. the show of the week and the match of the week, I think we're on different shows. And okay, um, you know, I, I I thought that that match. That fatal four way was was probably the most entertaining thing that I saw this week, uh, outside of uh, Adam Page and Brian Danielson. Well, uh, that's the elephant in the room, right? That's the elephant. Yeah, in the those room. two. That is matches, one of the best matches. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just they were both head and shoulders above everything else that was you know done yeah. in in the whole week. But you know, I, I look at the you know uh, what happened. Um, in the rest of the show, and you know, I thought it was. I thought Damian Priest and Dolph Ziggler had a banger. I thought they did a good job, and the the story that they told, you know, with him controlling himself, finally being able to control the 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 the, the anger and the and the hate that comes mm-hmm. out with the Damian, and um, you know, man, for for your for your money. Uh, anytime that you see uh, the street profits, you know you're going to get some action and 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 a, and a athletic uh, exhibition. Um, athletic exhibition, and, and, and like we got that. to see AJ Styles, um, you know, like uh, and and almost, and I was I mean, almost looked really good. He looked really good, and AJ Styles is a guy. You know what, man? AJ Styles is arguably one of the top three, top four wrestlers in the world. Hands no down. That conversation yep. can be had. Who's the best in, in the world? Uh, AJ Styles is always going to be in the top five. It's impossible mm-hmm. to put him <laughs> below five in the world. I mean, it's just impossible. So He's that good. Uh, yeah. He's that damn good, man. And – uh, I feel like anybody he works with is going to look good. But I think that almost looked really good with him. Like, it, 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 I saw the future watching him work. Well, you're talking about the Street Profits real quick. And, uh, you know, your guy Tez, man, I, I saw Corey Graves, and I f- forgive me, he was, a, he was having a conversation with someone on uh, – on Monday after uh, Raw, and they were talking about Tez's frog splash being the greatest ever. 
Um, it's really hard to disagree with Montez Ford and his frog splash. I mean, picturesque, uh, uh, you know, art in motion, take whatever cliche you want to use. That man has perfected that move in just a few short years. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad at you if you said it's the greatest frog splash of all time. Where do you rank it? I, I, I would have to agree. Um, yeah, he, there's, there have been times where he's jumped so high that he went out of the screen and they had to like pull back and show a replay just right? so you could see it's him crazy. in the in the shot and when he lands he bounces off the off the ring like 3 feet in the air and he real he, he's the one guy that the frog splash hurts him as much as it hurts everybody else and he has to crawl to make that tag. I mean, to make the tag or to crawl mm, to make the, the cover. Right. It's like he gets it. And I would have to say, yeah, he's, he's the best. Best frog splash he ever. Is, uh, he is really fun to watch. Speaking of fun uh, to watch, we pivot from Monday into Tuesday, Mark. And it was a bit of a pay-per-view, right? The New Year's Bash, when you talk about NXT. Uh, I loved the show that they brought on a Tuesday. Uh, I loved the main event. Obviously, Tommaso Ciampa seeding uh, his time as NXT champion. The era of Braun Breaker is upon us. That was a good-ass show on Tuesday, Mark. It was. And, you know, anytime you get to see Walter come back and, and actually mm. work in Preach. a match. Bro. I mean, the dude, they need to go on and put him on one of the brands that matter because he's a major player. And I saw him placating to, um, you know, make everybody else look good. And the stuff that he did with Riddle was really, really cool. But we all we all know that Walter is a monster and they need to portray him as one. And he is money. Yeah. He got money written all over him. I hope they don't just, you know, give him the Shayna Baszler treatment where you, you just don't use him correctly. Um, yeah. he, he's bona fide money, man. If you want to make money, put Walter on top. Like, he, he's he's special. Um, I, I And he's a name. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a name. There's a lot of people on these shows that you, you don't even realize who they are. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm asking Jacob, like, uh, what's the name again? Like, you know, that kind of thing. He's like, right. Um, uh, I mean, they, she's been around a little while, and and when you on television, you want people that you can look at and go, oh yeah, that's Riddle. Oh, that's Walter. Oh, that's Rochelle Gonzalez. Oh, that's Mandy Rose. You know, like, Brian Breakers. He he he. He had a match with a guy that could work with a tea bag. Ciampa is so good, and you hope that he has matches with people like Ciampa every week. And if he could do that, then I could see Brian Breaker being a big star uh, in the future. I see the potential. I see it. But the show was uh, heavily influenced by the veterans and the people that are – you know, kind of working their way up, uh, they, they're still not there yet. All right, so we pivot from Tuesday into Wednesday. And, Mark, 
I, I, it's weekly winner. I don't know how we're going to get past Wednesday and Dynamite not being the best show when you kick that freaking show off with Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. Not only, in my opinion, was this the best match they had. Yes, it was better than the time limit hour draw, in my opinion. That match between Page and Danielson on Wednesday was one of the best televised matches I have ever seen in my 38 years as a professional wrestling fan. Like, I don't know how we move on from that. I don't know how we do weekly winner from that. That match was so fucking good. And not only was it so fucking good in the context of just this week, in all time in terms of that match, that match right there in terms of free television was about as good as it gets. And that was the match that kicked off Wednesday night for Dynamite. My goodness, what a show. And you, you hear what the, 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 the key word that you said in that? Free. Fucking? Oh. Free. <laughs> the other F. Yep. Free. Yeah. The better F. <laughs> the better F. It could have been a pay-per-view. It could have been where you oh, had to yeah. go on and pay money to see it. But it, it wasn't. And 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 uh Jonathan Hood I did the show, the Saturday show, uh before the yep. holidays. And he said, Tony Khan <coughs> excuse me. Take my money. I feel like I owe you money. Oh, and, and then also, and Jay how about, uh, I was I was just going to say, Jay Cargill, your girl, getting her first piece of gold in AEW. And that ain't even yeah. the whole show, but yeah, Jade was obviously a big part of that show as well. Yeah, man. I mean, you just keep running down the line. Um, the, new tag the champs. New tag champs. And you see Malachi Black. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, the, the story that they're telling, um, you know, having Pillman come out there and defend the honor of his, of his crew, like it is, it's foregone conclusion. Like we know <laughs> who the weekly winner is, but the formalities yeah. say that we have yeah. to go through the rest of the week. And I mean, I guess. As much as I love I'm, SmackDown, because I'm a fan of the people that were on it. You know, watching uh, the New Day and the Usos on 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 SmackDown oh, was the cream of, of the crop yeah. to me. Yeah. Being able to it's see good, Charlotte good. Flair uh, compete, like you know that that really did it. I laugh my ass off every time I see Corbin and, and Madcap. Like they mm. they they bring me joy. But Glad bro, they're bringing someone joy. <laughs> I, I cannot get past Wednesday. I can't do it. As no, much as I love it's, Friday, it's, I told it's you tough. Friday is a, is a must see. If you don't watch SmackDown and and Rampage, there's something wrong with you. And then go out to the clubs if that's what you do. You can't. But do better than Wednesday. No, nothing's better than Wednesday, man. And I said, I, I want, I want people to give it competition. But when Tony Khan is putting on again AEW World Championship matches to start the show, and then tag matches to end the show, you got a new champ to end the show with Jurassic Express, and then again one of the greatest televised matches I have ever seen between Brian Danielson. That was right, not a pay per view. And Hangman Page exactly was not a pay per view. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. 
The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.